Yo. Yo. This is Joseph's racist. It sure is. Everything's fine and normal. Yep. We know nothing what... is weird. Nothing is weird. Yep. We're cool. <laughs> Everything's cool. I had an audio issue that I was gonna say something and then not say something, so I was just like, "Nothing's weird. Everything's fine." You like how <laughs> oh, good of a, how good I am at covering? Uh, honestly, yes. It it I never I never really know when anything is wrong until I guess until That's it's very true. wrong. That's not true. <laughs> You're one of the first to know when something's wrong with me. (laughs) Well, yeah. Unfortunately for you. (laughs) Not that way. I just meant like in the up to the minute, I never know what's wrong. Sure. Over over hours, I do. (laughs) I do receive the message. Sure. Yeah, I definitely I definitely am uh, forthright when things are going wrong with me. I like to talk about it. Look, this is the show, Yo, Is This Racist? Welcome to it. I'm Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T., our producer, Kevin Bartell. We are here where we answer your questions about racism with the help of a special guest or guest. This week, there's none. We'll get to the voicemail soon. Thanks to everyone who, who filled out our survey. Um, we do appreciate it. Um, I think we'll probably start enacting um, some of the information we have. But yeah, it was mostly that um, we really appreciate everyone who subscribes and who listens to this show. Um, and, um, y'all are the people who support us and keep, keep the, uh, mics on and no, we, and we want to give you guys what you want and in a way that we can actually produce it. So yeah, we're anyway, thanks to everyone who filled out the survey. We really appreciate it. I guess it's probably knowing us slash me, it's still up. Uh, we'll probably have, you know, mentally closed the, (laughs) closed the, the gate on the the data, but Mm -hmm. There's a high likelihood you could still uh, go into it. Um, anyway, um, I, we had some uh, a few things. Oh, and we also wanted to do a new segment at the top of the act, which in some ways is going to feel like uh, the second part of the show, but it's different because we're just going to be reacting and enjoying it. But we are going to roll out um, our first uh, listener-submitted HR diversity training story in, in An this HR act. diversity fail. Yeah. Do people still use fail like fail. it's YouTube 2014. Two Epic diversity fails. Destroy mm-hmm. diversity training. Posted yeah. from Andrew's YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Stand up comedian destroys Heckler. But you <laughs> posted this. Just shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Can um, we, uh, this is this is weeks old at this point, uh, but we did have a heckler at that Love It or Leave It live show. Really? God, yeah. Well, th- she wasn't heckling. She was just trying to talk to us, and Love It had to say this isn't a conversation. Which, <laughs> But the thing she was trying to talk to us about, so I made a, a bold assertion that I stand behind that Canada sucks at Mexican food. Yes, it's a generalization. Yes, I'm aware that there are Mexican food places and Mexicans in Canada. So there are. it's got to be some good food somewhere. But my statement is based on the idea that in general, if you walk into a place that purports to serve Mexican food in Canada, it is not going to be great because mm-hmm. most of the time there is not a Mexican person working there. I'm mostly talking about BC because that's where I've spent yeah. most of, of my time in like Vancouver and shit. But- so I was saying that on Love It, and I knew I was going to get yelled at online. <laughs> and I was already like, I don't give a fuck. Just Canada learned to make some guacamole that doesn't make me want to kill myself. And this woman in the crowd goes, because Love It goes, well, what do they do to the, cre- to the, to the, fuck, what do they do to the guacamole to make it so bad? And this woman goes, they put cream cheese in it. 
Was, and we that went. That's a really good impression. What? <laughs> it's like been, what? <laughs> I've never been part of a uh, podcaster destroys heckler uh, moment. <laughs> but I don't I think lo- we destroyed her because our answer was, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I loved her. No, I was talking about love it destroying her. It was great. Oh yeah. I just I've never even been around. I hate comedy clubs. So. Oh my god, I've destroyed so many hecklers. It's a real skill. It really is. There's that Karen Kilgariff tweet that's like, don't talk to me unless you've destroyed a heckler. <laughs> it's like, it's a real, like, unless you know that feeling and you know how to do it right. Like, I've just ended so many people. The wildest thing would be at Second City, people would be, like, on dates. You yeah. could just tell they're oh, on, like, some right. shitty first or second date. And usually the man, but sometimes a drunk woman, often a white woman, but usually the man would have some smart-ass shit to say. And, you know, we've blurred the lines of, like, when the audience is allowed to participate and when they're not. But we had pretty clear, like, okay, we're done taking suggestions. Thank you so much. Thank you. No more shouting out, blah, blah, blah. And there'd always be some drunk dude still yell, you know, being like, Peter Dinklage, or saying something where he clearly just wanted to, like, be an asshole and have us make fun of someone with, uh, you know, someone from a marginalized group. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it just got to the point where I could just smell it. I could see who was going to do it before they even did it. So I was yep. already preparing my dressing down of these people. Mm-hmm. And I know that I am responsible for so many people not having a second date. I just know <laughs> that I, I mean, like, really, they're responsible for it because they were the asshole who said something. But I, I, because totally. I would always target, I would always zero in on the woman and be like, this is who you're going to be on a date with? This is who you want to flash forward 10 years. You're at his company Christmas party. Do you think the behavior gets better? Is this who you want to be with? <laughs> that is. So, yeah. Do you think this behavior gets better? Yeah. A remarkably you think when he distinct start, way. Yeah. You think he's 30 now. You think when he's 40, less happy with how he looks and his job in life. And you think he's going to drink less or act better? Yeah. Just think, think, think about your future, ma'am. All right. Moving you, on. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I just had a minor brain warp, and I was like, I don't remember if we're doing Yoko We Live or Yosa's Races right now. <laughs> this is Yosa's Races. It just feels very Yoko We Live-y because I went on the tangent, but we can get our no, act no. together. In a, in a wonderful way. No, and I, I, I remembered, but I was like, damn, what a, what a delightful way to have a podcast. Sometimes I just want to say a, a 10 second story I know you'll both enjoy. We did a live handbook show at Dynasty Hollywood Handbook, and uh, they brought two people up from the audience on stage. The one without the microphone kept talking, and at a certain point, Hayes went, Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, why did they not both have a microphone? There was only one. And uh, so the oh, one, oh, they oh. were supposed to kind of like maybe pass it back and forth, and but they were like very clearly talking to one person at a time, but then the other person right. kept interjecting. And at a certain point, they were like, shut up, shut the fuck up. We're not talking to you, we're talking to Travis. <laughs> you have to do that sometimes. People get too wild. They yeah, think they it's get a conversation. Yep. And you're like, uh-uh, there's rules yep. to this. Really made anyway. me Anyway. Anyway. I was really um, good at destroying hecklers and probably preventing people from, you know, having relationships that weren't going to pan out. Yeah, that's good. I love that. They should thank Let's, you. Wait, and we're doing, I, I see by the little indicator on the top of the Zoom window that it's time for an HR diversity trading story. Yep. Let's let's try this out. We'll Here see. We we're trying out a new thing. Hello, Andrew, Tawny, Kevin, maybe guest. I hear you love diversity trading stories because they're always the worst shit you've ever heard. <laughs> Buckle up. In 2016, I started Facts. working for a local government 
Fuck it, let's burn that bridge. It was Seminole County, Florida. Fuck that. Orientation lasted about four hours, and the diversity piece was the grand finale. If I'm being extremely generous, I think this white woman thought she was teaching us to check our implicit biases and not let stereotypes influence how we treat people who are different from us. But here's what she actually did. She showed us a photo of a black woman and asked us, what comes to mind when we see this person? Then a bunch of white assholes just started shouting stereotypes out loud in a room full of people, jubilantly. The presenter seemed pleased with the response and moved on to a picture of a brown woman wearing a job. Same thing. Native person, same thing. Little old lady, man using a wheelchair, same thing. Everyone was having so much fun shouting and laughing together, including the presenter. Everyone except me and the one other person in the room who was visibly horrified. We just sat there exchanging painful looks, silently wishing for death until it was over. I guess the presenter wrapped up with some asinine call for us not to do in the workplace what we just spent 20 minutes doing in the workplace, but I can't remember. <laughs> That's the actual fuck y'all. That was not diversity training. That was a stereotype reinforcement seminar. Yeah. Every person of color who has ever worked for Seminole County, Florida, should be entitled to damages. I was too cowardly to rock the vote back then, um, so I fully deserve to be dragged for my complicity. I just did the classic white woman thing, kept my mouth shut in the moment, and later unleashed hell on the anonymous feedback form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sucked. Um, love the show. Sorry, this was way too long. Bye. No. That was great. It was good. That we was... can tell you wrote it down. You did great. Holy I had a good build. Holy shit. Um, oh my god! This is this is exactly the type of shit. Obviously, I mean, there's we don't have anything to say to this. Actually, it's like it's f- from The Office. It's yeah, it truly totally, is yeah. like it's from a, a, a sitcom making fun of this type of behavior. It was, it's like everyone just shout slurs and bullshit things, and then at the end have the person go, "Now see see how ugly that made us. Yeah. Let's that all be better than office. that." It truly that, is. That episode of The Office is actually what made me put it on pause for a long time because I was like, this is too real. There's a super <laughs> racist Asian joke. Like, it's just not. Episode. Well, yeah, it's just like, but it was also it was just like, this is not like, like, I the, look and whatever, like I, I the, the show, I think, like felt it out. And like, it is this type of cringe comedy that I get like isn't is meant to walk this line. But I do think people perceive that line very differently based on who you are. Yes. We're doing voicemails now. <laughs> but but yeah, but I was just like, I think that this is, as we've just heard, like that shit that they did on The Office is the quote wild version of it. And it was not that wild. It was not wild. It was just actual life. Or, well, here's a weird thing, is that maybe... It doesn't matter. We're not doing voicemails. I just am like yeah. trying to think what was going through this diversity manager's head. Like they thought it was going to be this real, like a rug pull out from under all these people. Like, see how you all sat there and laughed and did this, but that's actually bad. But no yeah. one is surprised to hear that. They know yeah. it's bad behavior. They know we're not supposed to be saying this shit. They, they just love were loving it. it. Yeah. By the oh. way, if you're the diversity training person, your job is to record this and to fire everyone who spoke up during that segment. It should, yeah. it literally should be a there's no wrong answers. This is a safe space, and then once they open their mouths, like just kidding, it's not a safe space. You're fired. You yeah, fucking racist. that's how I would run it. I'd be like, no, go ahead, everybody, let's go around and just say like our favorite slurs and like why we think they're actually true about people. <laughs> yes, like that's like literally a Z-way bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> What's a stereotype that you just think is like definitely true? Everybody go around and then fire those people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. Okay. All right. We did it. We are going to take a little break and then come back with voicemails in a different way where we answer stuff as opposed to fucking tear our faces off. We're back. Back. Oh man. I I actually loved that diversity story though. I love <laughs> it can be a longer story if it's that entertaining, you guys. Go ahead and send those in. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and also, you know, uh, people do like the voicemails. I, I feel like we all, we always kind of forget. It's like people love the fucking people, people hearing love from other, other shit. So given, given y'all more of what y'all love, here is a voicemail. Hey, guys. So I'm a firefighter uh, who works in a relatively small bro- growing town in central Florida. And I'm calling because this is the second year in a row now that I've picked up uh, overtime with another friend of mine uh, at a fake, to supervise a fake Civil War reenactment that our city puts on every year. What? Uh, <laughs> so, so long short, about 30 some odd years ago. Why? Uh, well. The city that I work in decided that having a town called Coffee Cup Cafe spelled with three K's because the former owner used to be a grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, they said that wasn't racist enough. So they decided to invent a fake civil war battle uh, so they could re- that they could reenact so one, the South would win, and then they would go and blow up a Northern Supply Depot. Uh, again, we're in Central Florida and you can actually hear it going on in the background right now. It's, it's quite silly, very uneducational. Uh, Define no, silly. Not Again, I can't emphasize that this has only been going on for about 30 years now, and there's no historical basis for any of it. But (laughs) the fact that the city uh, lets two black guys walk around and mean mug all racist assholes and (laughs) get paid to do it, you know, that's, I I think that's all right. So, on the bright side, (laughs) <laughs> uh, the turnout has been steadily going down from what I've been told. So maybe one day they'll just stop doing it. Anyway, enjoy the show. Uh, support your local fire departments and their unions. Bye. Hell yeah. Support your local fire departments. Me and Kevin have a vested interest in that. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Y'all, y'all are, you guys have dealt with firefighters a fucking lot. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I got to be honest. I got yeah. a crazy text and I got real distracted. And all I heard was <laughs> Civil War reenactor and so, uh, the two, Grand Wizard of the KKK. Uh, two, uh, I heard coffee. Firefighters. Yeah. So super racist. Kevin, did town you also get a crazy text? In Florida. Text? <laughs> yeah. To bring Tani? it back to last week, uh, Marge is following up about her uh, <laughs> table for two. Oh, she's back. She went back to Vegas. Maybe she was back. <laughs> sorry andrew That's sorry to make andrew. you recap it don't, don't be sorry i barely remember it um should we listen to it again and just cut it 
No, I, I, I got it. I got it. There's a okay. civil war reenactment that's happening um, that the 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 city or some some official entity puts on in the in as much as they need to hire uh, firefighters and pay them overtime. Our caller and I believe his friend are black firefighters, and this is a civil war reenactment that is a. It's not re- it's not even a reenactment. It's fan fiction. It's Confederacy fan fiction because in this in this version the South wins. <laughs> and the, they end this fake battle by going to blow up a northern supply depot. Um so hilarious immense losers all around. Imagine being wow. like s- such a loser about the Civil War that you're like no 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 no. I'm going to strap on my my dusty uh my dusty civil war racist uniform pull up my confederate flag and pretend to win the civil war wow, wow <laughs> with wow, your wow. my racist boys um so the caller wanted to know if it was racist and also whether it was he thought it was okay because he is getting paid overtime to uh mean mug these racists yeah um i mean that's definitely what we call like bright siding <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's still racist yeah you it's still point bad it shouldn't be happening but i'm glad you're making some coin off it at least yeah least. i mean Oof. it is like like here's okay here's the the type of thing where <laughs> i always have like a lot of trouble like responding to this because it is true like people are like you know, like people talk shit about the South, but like, you know, people in the North are very racist, mm-hmm. which is true. But it is also true that like the South is like kind of just institutionally more racist. Like, not mm-hmm. that it's better necessarily, that like the type of shit that happens mm-hmm. like in, you know, not the Deep South. And there are lots of black folks in the in the Deep South um, for racism reasons, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it is, but it is just like, like, like people are absolutely correct when it's like, you know, yeah, everyone in fucking like, you know, these quote unquote liberal cities and blah, blah, blah. They're all super racist. That is like true. Sure. But yeah. this shit is like another level, right? Am I like, yeah, like, <laughs> look, my I mind? have. Look, I've never had a great time in Boston. I just don't it's not it's not my flavor of a city. It feel it always feels racially uncomfortable to me. Yeah. And yet I don't see them doing this. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so there's degrees to it. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's tricky because it's not I feel like it is true that people like so often speak of this shit to like exonerate. The, I keep saying the North, like where it's like fucking 1907. Right, like we're all together. I'm like, yeah, the North. <laughs> the North. Like, and all of the, our collective values we all share. Yeah, so I don't, I don't even know how else to say it, but I guess it is that like the, the not South, I don't know, is extremely racist. It's just, I don't know, yeah. it's just not as baked into the like fabric of government and like civic life i guess but it is but like it is it's just not it's not celebrated as part of the history as blatantly like it's not like no this is just our history these are our parades this is our like it's less a part of the sanctioned yeah yeah like it's not celebrated which i guess like then people argue like oh yeah it's just like covert racism 
Um, and it's, it's like, just yes. as bad. But it's like... But I, I'm also I, able to comprehend both. Like, I don't understand the people that are like, it's just as bad in the North or it's worse in, you know, places like Chicago when it's actually like the corruption and the systemic racism is baked in. I'm like, yes, I understand that as well. I also don't want to be in the fake Civil War parade thing. Yeah. I, I can I can hold in my head that both are bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's different qualities like, of bad. Cool with, yeah. I'm but cool it, with understanding that. Yeah, right. It is just, it's like, I guess both of those things are less the mic drop than they seem to be when people say it. It's like, yeah, you're right. And yeah, yeah. the other person's right. Shit is very bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't know what to, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, am I too tepid for this podcast? Because I don't have a hot take of like, actually, the South is less racist than uh, like no, it's just but like that's it's the all thing. bad. The hot takes are dumb. <laughs> well, our problem is we're not willing. Listen, we're dumb. Don't don't take this the wrong <laughs> way. But we're not willing to be like purposefully obtusely dumb, right? In that way, like we at least have the decency the to be not confident about shit because that is how you actually should be. These things are complicated, and being incredibly complex or incredibly confident about this stuff is like a fucking hallmark of like you're not correct. <laughs> We've also both spent a lot of time, a lot of places, and not to be like elitist about how travel broadens the mind or whatever, but it really, it really does. Just like the more places you see, and the more ways that you see how people are racist or how people are doing shit kind of right or kind of, it really does just change. It reframes these conversations so much because so so many times I hear people having conversations about places they have never been or never spent any real functional time in. And I'm just like, you sound, you sound like you don't know what you're talking about. I yeah. can just hear it. Yeah. Right. They just don't know what they're talking about. And again, but they have an idea of a place. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I was just there and it's not exactly what you're saying. Yeah. We know that we don't have all the information and they act like they do have all the information. And sometimes I probably do act more like I have all the information than I should, but that's a different problem. Um, well, we all do. Problem. We all do it. But that is, that is an just, interesting thing about visiting new places. I mean, like within our country and outside of it is that when you yeah. go there, it's almost like the act of going there should tell you more about the place, but that's what actually tells you how much more you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the same even at the base level. Like, oh, I hate L.A. Everyone's so fake. It's like. Yes. It's, and. You know, it's not like more <laughs> fake than like. It's, it's the everyone is so fake. That just means you met right. like, you know, 25 show business people who are unquestionably fake. But I'm like, <laughs> there's not that many of us in L.A., you know. L.A., yeah, there's like go. a port. There's like Hang doctors and different. shit here. Hang out with different people. Yeah, you didn't meet a bunch of L.A. dentists. Yeah, you just met a bunch of the fake people in the fake, <laughs> like, in the fake business. But that's fine. They're supposed to be fake. Uh, the wild thing people. in L.A., though, is that even your dentist will have, like, a headshot and, like, they'll have, like, My dentist has a for a reality show. You're just... <laughs> you know what? When I lived in New York, I had a celebrity dentist and it was like... Oh, cool! Oh, God, I like legit. I had the I had the woman who would like, uh, like whenever there was dental shit in the news or like a dental thing, and as I'm saying it out loud, I guess there's a chance she was probably some kind of scammer. But she would appear on like Oprah and whatever, just be like, "There's this new type of 
Often teeth, teeth. whitening. Yeah. <laughs> um, New tooth my favorite... just dropped. <laughs> New tooth dropped. Everybody. I mean, I'm just podcast about Kevin. <laughs> I think like family. It was all told to me through the hygienist. They were like, oh, oh you work man. in podcast. Have you heard this show? And I was like, no, I haven't. She went, what's well, it's actually hosted by the dentist. <laughs> it's really good. I love it. And I was like, I love this kind of guerrilla marketing of like, I don't hear it directly from the dentist. I hear it through everyone else that works there. But I'm like, oh you have God. to say that it's good, but I don't know. I have to listen to it. I got to listen to it. I got to know. Oh, I love this. All right. Yeah, should we awesome. kick another voicemail? <laughs> yes. Hey, Tommy, Andrew, Kevin, and guests. I'm Mexican and recently worked a gig with a girl who was black. And she started telling a story about her landlord. When she got to the part with her landlord, she used a Spanish-speaking accent for their voice, then pauses and quickly adds, oh, she's Hispanic, but I speak Spanish, then continues to speak Spanglish <laughs> with the accent for all the English parts. Is that racist? <laughs> Unclear if she has any Hispanic heritage, because all she said was, oh, I speak Spanish. Love the show. Bye. <laughs> Did we ever talk about was it Gwen Stefani that said she was culturally Chinese? Oh, God. In an interview recently? I think we recently? touched on it briefly. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Because that was a while ago. Yeah, it, it was, was a while ago. She said so yeah. many wild things in that yeah. interview. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. And it just, like, didn't matter. No one was, like, actually, like, I don't mean no one was mad. I'm sure people were mad. Yeah. No one with any decision-making yeah. abilities was in any way, like, ruffled or mad. That told me that Gwen is wild like that told me that the, the fact that people weren't like what the fuck that they were just like oh yeah there she go i was like so that means she's saying all kinds yeah of that shit. was it was more the reaction was more telling than the messed up thing that she said <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um gravy having lobbed this relatively complicated one at y'all i did i realized as we were listening to it, it's like oh i did actually put a tiny bit of thought into this one ahead of time oh great please um one, two things. One is that, like, um, it's not going to be a satisfactory answer, but one tangential thing is that, like, you know, there are black Latino folks. Like, yep. you know, the transatlantic slave trade, you know, didn't really care about that boundary, you know, like North or South or Central America specifically as much. Um, you know, so so that that is just a thing that can exist. But... To me, it was more just like, and no one likes these because these are bad um, pieces of advice, but this just so thoroughly falls into the, like, you know it when you see it, and, like, we didn't get enough, yeah. you know, like a, quote, Spanish-speaking accent. Um, yeah. It sounds like, just from only from what is reported in your call, caller, is that your coworker started to tell this story, started to do the accent, clocked on your face that this was surprising to you and maybe uncomfortable, and then was trying to tell you why she felt it was okay for her to do this. And what we don't know is, like, if she had said, oh, I'm Dominican, that's a different, then that colors the exchange yeah. differently. Maybe you still didn't love it, but mm -hmm. there is some, like, ability or whatever. There's some... There's some grace you can extend to people who are of the uh, of the demographic, roughly, that they are mimicking. You can still not like it, but I'm just saying it's different than than if she wasn't. But she didn't say that. She said, I speak Spanish. And then she proceeded to not really speak Spanish. 
which yeah. is also a tangled, complicated thing with people who are Latinx who maybe, you know, don't speak enough Spanish or don't speak Spanish. You know, that's a complicated cultural thing that comes with a lot of pressures and weirdness. So uh, we just don't, we don't know enough about this woman. All yeah. we know is that you were uncomfortable. Yeah. Which really just tells me the story wasn't that great. Well, yeah, the story wasn't that great. But also the way the accent was, was that like kind of mocking accent which it's like you know it when you hear it i don't know yeah. like and also there are people who do it who are you know quote of the culture or whatever yeah yeah here's my suggestion that i think might actually work is like i think for either version of this you can you you know even if you knew more uh and had more facts a thing that works for both of those people is can you not do it like a white person telling a racist story mm mhm which covers kind of both versions of like the one where it's legit and the one where it's not. It's like, don't do that accent that way. You fucking sound like, Oh, oh yeah. you know, you sound, you sound like a racist doing this, that accent. Um, and then they can go off. However. Yeah. I don't know. I also know I've been, look, improv is so we've done so many accents and some regrettable and some were like less regrettable, but I just, I don't know. I think there's a way to be like, I have found ways, especially lately to maybe this is just such an improviser thing to say, but like <laughs> to show that I don't support the, the like accent use or like the whatever, but to not shut down the bit. Like you yeah, can still right. participate in the bit, which maybe isn't as important for like regular ass people, but I am sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, this person's clearly like doing a bit at me and I don't want to be like, you know, yelling at them or telling mm-hmm. them they're bad, but I am showing them like, or, or like you can't not to for, do that other like, part of it. Yeah. For like work, essentially work reasons. Like you can't just be like, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I usually can. Yeah. I listen, I mean, it. listen, you just gave yes and corporate the Tony Newsom. <laughs> Improv for office workers seminar. Uh huh. I just it's yeah. It's like I mean, I I feels like the caller wasn't like. Uh, here's the other other side of it is that I think frequently we get like like calls where the gotcha is it's a person of color that did it. Yeah, and like there is some like level of additional nuance that needs to be applied to that, of course, but yeah. I think largely what we're talking about is like, look, you're reflecting white people's stereotypes right now. And mm-hmm. you can do that. You're allowed. But I, I, you know, I think it's within your right to just be like, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Um, let's all strive for doing jokes and bits and story retellings that wouldn't have appeared on, let's say, the blue collar comedy tour. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's and that, Let's all yeah. just aim a little higher. That's some version of the rejoinder. It's like your ass sounds like you know yeah. X or Y racist person, and they can do yeah. with that information whatever the fuck they want. But mm-hmm. that is that is yeah. I think that actually might work as advice. That might is, work. It's like, oh, are you doing like a are you doing a Jeff Foxworthy routine right now? Who's that? No. Who's oh. that? Oh, is that Jeff? Oh. Dunham? No. Huh. Trump. Trump does that accent. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're. Sounded like what you were, oh, my bad, I guess. Um, I'm sure this accent pays off at some part of the story. Oh, it doesn't? It has nothing to do with the story? 
I know that's also my, always my litmus test is I'm like, is this story funny on its own or are you just mocking an accent? Because if it's yeah. funny on its own, you can just say it without the yep. without the words. I have before I had a friend. <laughs> I have a friend. They're still my friend. <laughs> uh, but they they really take a lot of liberties with these accents. They are Latinx, but it's complicated. But anyway, they take a lot of liberties with a lot of different types of uh, Latinx accents all the time. And sometimes I will just say in the middle of one of their usually very funny stories, I'll just go, I do not condone this accent, however. And then I'll like (laughs) jump in on the part I want to talk about because their shit's more complicated. But I am sometimes like, don't be doing that. And don't be doing that around white people because then they're going to think it's okay for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I putting a but or like underlining it, I think, is the very least of a thing you can do. That's like pretty harmless. Yeah, you don't have to buy into all the people's. Bo- don't buy into people's comedy, regardless of racial shit. Yeah, like most it, people aren't funny. Oh my god, they're the they're very bad. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is how we end mm-hmm. this podcast. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three three two three three eight nine race. You got I the number right. I think I will maybe never or always forget that. Um, and thank you to everyone who is a subscriber to at Suboptimal Pods, where we'll yeah. be go- going to <laughs> log in and talk some more crazy bullshit, uh, chill, chill wise. You know, no <laughs> racism zone there. Uh, yeah, what else do we say? Oh, I don't know. I already said the number. Uh, yeah, we don't care all. about social media, I don't think anymore. Suboptimal pods. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for subscribing, and that's yeah. it. Peace. Bye. This is suboptimal.